0: It's colder, my eyes go thin as I get older, piece in pieces, bloody and bruised, I feel so helpless and confused, cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right, I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my
1: Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trisha Evie's Focus on the Facts. Today we will continue to cover the takedown of the global child sex trafficking networks with the latest news in the child sex trafficking scandals of Jeffrey Epstein and the Nexium Sex Code. The latest news in the Nexium case from the Frank report is that sentencing has been postponed and Keith Veneeri will now not be sentenced until January of twenty twenty. Frank Parlato also reports that it is not known if the other Nexium defendants, including Allison Mack, Lauren Salzman, Nancy Salzman, Claire Webb Brompton, and Kathy Russell will be sentenced before or after Ranieri. Originally, they were all supposed to be sentenced before Ranieri. Frank says. In the Epstein case, new lawsuits have been filed against Epstein's estate. Epstein victim Jennifer Araz filed a lawsuit against his estate and his longtime associate Grizzly Ness. Maxwell, and three other Epstein employees, alleging that Epstein groomed her and raped her when she was 15. So far, at least five women who say they were abused by Epstein have filed lawsuits against his estate after he supposedly killed himself. The hottest topic in the Epstein scandal now is on Prince Andrew and the ties of Epstein and Grizzling Maxwell to the royal family, which are shown to go back many years with the queen actually hosting parties for the pair. For instance, Epstein and Maxwell were among the guest list at a party hosted by the Queen in June 2000 called the Dance of the Decades event, which saw more than 600 guests descend on Windsor Castle, and it marked four royal birthdays, including Prince Andrew's 40th birthday. The same year, Prince Andrew was pictured accompanying Maxwell at a private parties and celebrity functions, both in the United Kingdom and in the United States. They were photographed together at the wedding of the prince's former girlfriend, near Salisbury in September 2000, they were again photographed together at a Halloween party thrown by model Heidi Klum in Manhattan. Just over a month later, in December 2000, the Prince threw Maxwell a surprise birthday party at Sandringham with Epstein among the guests. A few days earlier, Maxwell and Epstein had been photographed at a pheasant shoot on the Queen's estate in Norfolk. Prince Andrew and Maxwell also went on a number of trips together, including to Florida and Thailand. According to a report by the Evening Standard in January 2001, which claimed Epstein had joined them on five such occasions over the previous 12 months. Also, in 2006, Epstein, along with Harvey Weinstein, attended the 18th birthday party of Prince Andrew's daughter, Princess Beatrice, at Windsor Castle, just days before Epstein was arrested on trial prostitution charges in 2006. The prince was also photographed with Epstein in New York Central Park in late 2010. After Epstein had served his 13-month sentence in a county jail. Footage released by the mail on Sunday also shows Prince Andrew inside Epstein's Manhattan mansion around the same time. In 2015, the prince was named as part of a civil case against Epstein. One of Epstein's accusers, Virginia Roberts, now Guthrie, said she was ordered to give the prince whatever he required. Roberts claimed she was forced to have sex with the prince on three occasions, once in London, once in New York, and during an orgy on Epstein's private Caribbean island between 1999 and 2002 when she was underage. On August 25th, the Daily Mail ran the headline that the Duke of York could be summoned to Paris to help French prosecutors investigating suspected rape and sexual abuse by Epstein. Epstein owned a luxury apartment which featured photographs of naked young women on its walls, On the French capital's most exclusive street. Epstein bought an apartment on Avenue Folk in 2002, and neighbors said that they occasionally saw him smuggling teenage girls into the building through a side entrance. The mail on Sunday also reports that U.S. authorities have begun sharing information with France's judicial police, who will examine claims that three 12 year old girls were abused after being flown from France to the United States as a birthday present for Epstein. A source post to the investigation said the nature of the inquiry allows anyone who might have useful information to be called to give evidence. They can do this as a witness without initially facing criminal action. Prince Andrew would certainly be an obvious person to assist with this. Epstein is reported to have been on 11 trips to Paris in the year before he killed himself on August 10th. Innocence in Danger, the French advocacy Group for Abuse Victims, claimed last week that about 10 women have provided the group with testimony linked to Epstein. In addition to Prince Andrew and Epstein, some of the famous people who were who Virginia Roberts claims Epstein force could have sex with include his attorney, Alan Dershowitz, former senator and Disney chairman George Mitchell, MIT professor Marvin Minsky, High Bridge Capital co-founder Glenn Dubin, former New Mexico governor and presidential candidate Bill Richardson, Hyatt hotel magnate Tom Pritzer, and model agent Jean-Luc Brunel. The most outrageous comments are now coming from MIT scientist Richard Stallman, who says Epstein victim Virginia Guthrie, was entirely willing. He is defending Epstein by speculating in a series of leaked emails that one of the pedophiles alleged victims was entirely willing. Stillman was apparently responding to an email alerting students of an anti-Epstein protest at MIT. The university has come under fire after Guthrie's allegations and revelations that Media Lab accepted donations from Epstein. Ebs- MIT even gifted Epstein with a bizarre giant marble in 2017. Professor Mary Oxman presented the grapefruit sized 3D printed marble with a lighted base as a thank you to the pervert who gave Oxman's design lab 125,000. Oxman was also formed to stay silent about Epstein cash. The latest news is that one of Epstein's Sex abuse victims claims that she brought Epstein at least 70 underage girls after he lost interest in her when she became pregnant. Going by the code name LM, she told lawyers in one deposition that she visited Epstein more than 50 times between 2002 and 2004 when she was 13 to 16 years old and she brought Epstein over 70 underage girls. Virginia Roberts also claims that Epstein and Maxwell wanted her to have a baby. to be owned by Epstein. And this, she escaped this baby-making trap by marrying a man and moving to Australia to get away from Epstein and Maxwell. Trish also has some important information to share with us on the Sisters of Griswold and Maxwell. I also want to remind people that Trish does a live broadcast every day at 11 a.m. on the VK platform, and people should tune in to get the latest news every day from Trish. So I'll bring Trish on now to discuss the important developments in these child sex trafficking cases. Welcome to the show, Trish.
2: Hi, Evelyn. It's good to have you back. Um, I can't believe, like, all of this stuff with the Jeffrey Epstein case and all of these names. And you know, I, I think it's a big task to keep this story alive because so much is going on, and there's so much effort to to just stop the discussion. Not the least of which was the, you know, faked suicide um, in the in prison. But in but the good news is that lots of people have continued digging in, and uh, one of those individuals is a woman by the name of Amazing Polly, who has a YouTube channel, and she's been exploring some of the other less well-explored uh, relationships that have clearly uncovered lots of lots more of the um conspiracy because, you know, as you've mentioned before, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, was uh, he was believed to be not only an agent for Mossad, but also M I is it five or si six, MI six, and then um possibly uh also for the CIA. And he was a man who um, met an untimely end. He became a billionaire through his uh, liquor business. He was, you know, ran with mafia types, and that's the life he lived. And when he got into trouble financially, he was a uh, newspaper magnate. He apparently threatened Mossad with revealing their secrets should they not find a way to help him out of his financial quandary. And they found, despite the fact that he was such a valuable asset to them, that he was no longer worth the risk. This was a guy who stole the Promise software from the U.S. It is a uh, computer program that is spyware, and it got installed on all the intelligence agencies like in dozens of countries, so they Israel gained access to the intelligence networks of of
1: countries across the globe. <clears throat> can you can you explain Robert, that promise software better for listeners to understand? I don't understand it all either. What is the promise software?
2: It was a computer code that was written, and I can't remember. I'm now I'm mixing it up with another one that Bill Binney. Uh, had written for the NSA, but it was it was a computer program that would when installed on a, a server or a laptop or an individual device because remember all these intelligence agencies use they have to have a host server for maintaining their data that they use for their intelligence operations, right. So that's all on a computer, and it has to be hosted somewhere on servers that are operated by a third party. And Well, that's what they do now. Um, They used to have their own servers that they operated themselves, and what happened was that Robert Maxwell, the U.S., created this software to use on um, target countries to gain direct access to their intelligence networks. But then Robert Maxwell stole it from the U.S., and then Israel was able to install it onto all these other networks and gain access to them.
1: How was he able to steal this software from the U.S.? How did Maxwell accomplish it?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't recall the series of events because he, he was working directly with the CIA, at the time and um you know i'm drawing a complete blank on that i don't remember evelyn i'm really sorry no that's okay Um, it was okay you know well one of the things you know what's really interesting about this is that so you know robert maxwell being an obvious you know super spy himself and then we have Guy lane his daughter who was you know, directly connected to Jeffrey Epstein's human compromise operation, which we have had confirmed by numerous independent sources was working directly with U.S. and other intelligence agencies, right? He said himself he worked for the CIA back in the 80s. We were told by Alexander Acosta, the former labor secretary and attorney general in uh, Florida that oversaw his sweetheart deal that he was, uh, he belonged to intelligence. And it was also uncovered by Whitney Webb in her Mint Press um, series, Fort Par series, that in fact, when Les Wexner turned over that residence in Manhattan to Jeffrey Epstein, it had already been wired by the CIA for human-compromised operation. So all of this has been confirmed. And and then we have Ghislaine Maxwell, a billionaire's daughter, who's running around procuring girls for Jeffrey Epstein. How does that make any sense? Unless she was, you know, who would do that? <laughs> if you're a billionaire's right, right. daughter, and, I can think I, and, of and, lots of other things I, I would rather be doing.
1: Well, and that's the so, point that we have to make, you know, about Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell. She was just as involved in the raping and sexually abusing these underage girls in Epstein. I mean, she participated. She would do lesbian things and wear dildos and all this stuff. I mean, yep. she participated. She groomed you know, the girls. The mainstream girls. media says she's a pro That's the half of it. She right. should be in no. jail right now for raping all these young underage women.
2: Yes. She was actively involved in not only recruiting them, but then grooming them for, you know, not only to, you know, find this behavior acceptable, which is what, you know, pedophile and predators, child sex predators do. They try and normalize the behavior through very specific methods. And they described, Virginia describes um, one scene I recall, I I believe it was Virginia, where Ghislaine um, uses a puppet on her hand on one breast of the girl while Prince Andrew uses his hand on her other breast, and that's a that's a very um, popular grooming method uh, b- using puppets and dolls and things like that, and and doing sexual things to those as, to make it normal for the child. So right, and Prince um, Andrew,
1: this was another this was another underage girl that he did this to.
2: Oh, okay. Besides Virginia I, I just
1: Roberts, remember yeah, this. this was another okay. underage girl. This was the second one that they said that Prince Andrew was involved with. Yeah. This stuff is so So, sick. So sick. And now they say they can't find Maxwell.
2: Really? Just like they can't find Jean-Luc Brunel. How interesting, because I bet you they know exactly where you and I are right now, Evelyn. (laughs) Or me, at least. Maybe not you. (laughs) But but still, it's like high-profile people. They just somehow lose track of them all the time. Uh, it's just amazing isn't it
1: yeah they said the math took all of his um online his all of his um social media accounts down and everything
2: yeah well the nsa has every bit of everything he ever posted we know so pretending that the uh evidence is gone is ludicrous you know
1: right and you know people always say that people always say you know that we're not taking down the elites you know i'm always bragging that Trump is taking down these child sex trafficking rat lines, you know, and he is, I mean, if you compare the charts to what Obama took down compared to what Trump has taken down since he's been in office, Trump has really been doing this, but people say we're not taking down the elite. Well, I don't know how much more elite you could get than Alan Dershowitz or, or the former. I think uh, George Mitchell used to be the, um, speaker of the house or something too at one point. And, and then this, uh, New Mexico governor and former presidential candidate Bill Richardson. I mean, how much mm-hmm. more elite can we get? You know, yeah, and now none a, of them are, um, uh, uh, Epstein's housekeepers put out pictures of, uh, pictures of them with, uh, different people, you know, and they had pictures of, um, they had pictures, of course, of Prince Andrew and then, um, Bill Clinton, uh, John Kerry. I mean, they're all involved in this. Well, Alan
2: Dershowitz himself confirmed it publicly by saying he knew personally of hundreds of very wealthy hundreds. and powerful people who were getting quote unquote massages at Jeffrey Epstein's
1: residences. Right. So, they all got massages, hundreds of these people. And that is outright blackmail by Dershowitz. You know, yeah, and he even and says in the documents that he names these people. You know, yeah. and so that's his point to try to get them to not unseal those documents and everything because, you know, just unleashing a whole slew of these perverts who are hanging out with right. Epstein and getting these massages. Well, Virginia Roberts says massage is the code name for sex. Right. It is not, Yeah, does literally. not mean massage. So they got hundreds of famous people. Yeah, right. Well, they're leaking out. These names are leaking out. Yeah. But like you said, a lot think of people that- are covering this. You know, I said, we have a global army taking down this global child traffic network, and there is a global army working with us all over the globe, and they are keeping this story in the in the press, no matter how hard mainstream media doesn't oh, yeah. want it there.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been um, I, on VK. You know, it's a much more international platform than uh, the American platforms, and on VK, you know, this story obviously in France with Jean-Luc Brunel, um, there's the connection there, uh it's being covered in the UK because of Prince Andrew and then um Yeah, they, think, it, they
1: think it's Brunel that supplied those three uh those three triplets, those twelve year old triplets to uh Epstein for uh, for his birthday present. And they just blew yeah. him in one day and them out the next. They don't even talk English. So these pilots don't know what's going on here.
2: It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting.
0: Well, well, we're not so, going to let this uh, go.
2: Galey Maxwell's sisters were apparently also in the spy business because they uh, developed this company that had a software that got installed on all kinds of Hewlett-Packard um, servers that were subsequently used by, for example, the NSA after 9 And it's called Kiliad software, and it's a C H I L I A D. And you know who these women are? Like where they came up with it? They're they're you know coming up with. They did not come up with the software themselves. Is the point? It's like this was a whole operation where they infiltrated the um, FBI, the Library of Congress. Um. This was, uh, you know, then they partnered with Hewlett-Packard. It was like a $24 million investment by Hewlett-Packard, you know, in this technology that was then installed on all these servers that went to numerous uh, government agencies, and many of them after 9-11. So the the amazing Polly goes into enormous detail about, how extensive these relationships, and it, and they didn't, you know, there, there's a very clear path that, that she lays out that these women followed. And you have to ask yourself how much of it was, you know, sort of greased for them and how much they used these human compromise operations in order to further it. Because, of course, Elaine would be supplying them with blackmail information in order to gain contracts and access to meetings and things, which amazing Polly lays out in her video. But it's just, you know, it's this incredible coincidence of events that allows them into access to the the most inner sanctum of our intelligence and um, national security networks. And it makes no sense when you consider that their father was a known Mossad asset who was praised at his funeral, despite the fact that he was murdered by Mossad. He was, I was there like seven sitting former prime ministers there, you know, praising all he'd done for Israel. And then, so, and then, you know, meanwhile, Ghislaine, this back in, you know, 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago, got caught with Jeffrey Epstein. So they knew even then. I mean, it, so clearly the our law enforcement is allowing this, and not only allowing it, but facilitating it. And um, the, the sisters are just sort of the latest uh, link in the whole network And and then when you put that together with the Whitney Webb series on Jeffrey Epstein and her connections with, you know, the uh, bootleggers and mafias of the early 20th century and then how those um, evolved into what became the Franklin scandal and Meyer Lansky and Roy Cohen and their direct ties to Donald Trump and uh, Jake Morphonius. does an incredible video on Alexander Acosta and then all of the people currently in Donald Trump's administration who were meeting with Jeffrey Epstein during the months when he's working out this sweetheart plea deal and just before the 2008 crash. These are people like Wilbur Ross and William Barr and other very important individuals in Donald Trump's administration were actively meeting with Jeffrey Epstein. And then Ryan Dawson did a video on the crime map showing exactly the vehicles that Jeffrey Epstein used in order to execute the, the massive theft um, during that crash. And so these are all... You know, they, the, the people today are the same people that were there, you know, 15 years ago and are all part of this whole system. And they've been supporting it all along and, and they continue to do today. All, look at the fact that the FBI uncovered last week Israeli spying on Donald Trump and nothing happened. Yep. Nothing. How is that? Look at what happened with Russia supposedly interfering with our elections. Two years, tens of millions of dollars later, and there was nothing there in the first place. We have our own FBI uncovering an Israeli spy ring on a president and nothing.
1: No, no. And Epstein's mixed up in the middle of all of this. I don't think I'll ever be able to grasp the full spectrum of this. I mean, Epstein. Yeah, I don't think any uh, of us will. Um, yeah. George Webb, he had a video that even said Epstein trained nine eleven pilot. I mean, when we know that he's trafficking arms, these same child sex trafficking rat lines also are used to traffic illegal arms and and drugs and everything. You know, and Epstein's in the middle of all of it.
2: Oh yeah, Iran Contra he's directly connected to that. I mean, you know, it it's 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 incredible. There is, you know, you look at that history, the crimes committed um, you know, on behalf of the US over the last 70, 80 years and they they really are like just this handful of families because you know the Brahmins you mentioned Keith Rainier and Nexium and yeah. what's going on with them? The Brahmins um what's his name? The father and Robert Maxwell were business partners.
1: Right. didn't, didn't Clinton give that Brockman father or something, some award when he was in office? I believe so.
2: Yeah. I mean, these are, these are guys, these are all guys who became billionaires through criminal activity, you know, liquor, drugs, weapons, whatever and then they buy themselves reputations through their, quote-unquote, philanthropy, which ends up being just a money laundering operation used to funnel money to, um, you know, like what Jeffrey Epstein was doing, pursuing his twisted eugenic stuff with these um, Harvard and MIT. And it also, you uh, had mentioned the... MIT Lab, there is another uh, case that I saw recently. Ito, Joy Ito, I think is her name, running a program there. And she got $2 million that they, this was through Bill Gates, who denies any connection whatsoever with Jeffrey Epstein. Yet we have on the record these emails specifically about Epstein and Gates meeting and discussing contributions Mm -hmm. By Gates, given through Jeffrey Epstein to MIT.
1: Yep, their and they media flying lab. on the Lolita Express too with Epstein, and this is exactly.
2: All after and this is after this is after Jeffrey he Epstein had been.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. This is also sickening. The more names come out every single day, of involved with him. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, this just kills me about this. You know, this latest report of this girl. Saying that she bought Epstein seventy underage girls. That's in two years, and she was between thirteen and sixteen years old. How could ah. she do this? Where could she go to find these girls? Where and and Ghislaine Maxwell too supposedly rode around the parks and things to pick up yep. these girls. How do they do this? Isn't
2: that disgusting? She's like trolling playgrounds for kids. Yes. This is what Ghislaine Maxwell was doing. It's disgusting. Beyond description.
1: Yeah, and now they're just going to let her get away, and this uh, Brunel too. It because looks I, that I, way. I I heard a video yesterday that they said they they've now dropped all the charges against Epstein, and which means that's all of them against his co-conspirators and stuff too, and they canceled all their um, their wiretaps and things of his phone, and and it yeah tracking him you Is know overseas fire on fire. his mansion and everything. Yeah. So they just shutting this down.
2: Yep, and that, Evelyn, that was not at the request of the defense, mind you. This was at really? the recommendation of the prosecution not to go forward with any, any, with any investigation.
1: Can why you is it imagine? now? Because these names coming out, is that it? The elite Did names kind of come out?
2: Us? Well, that's why they think Epstein's suicide. They want us to shut up about it. And that is yeah. just not going to happen. But this is, that's why they keep doing this. They don't want anybody talking about it anymore. And if the the case is closed, there's not anything, you know, supposedly to report on. So, I mean, they simply want to Well,
1: that's now the MIT scientist Richard Stallman coming out and saying Virginia Guthrie was entirely willing. Right. Uh, there no is no such thing as entirely that. willing when it comes to an underage child.
2: Yeah. I it's just like, he, he obviously is so twisted. He doesn't even understand how pathetic that is for him
1: to say. Yeah, but look at how gutsy they are. Like, they just do this. They don't care. Yeah. You know, no, tell they, the whole they, world this.
2: Yeah. The only way these Please. people are going to get punished, Evelyn, is when we hold citizen tribunals and we issue arrest warrants. They get indictment, conviction, and then we
1: oversee. There's another girl who came out now and said that she was trafficked to uh, by Epstein to uh, Joe Biden and John McCain. No, I mean, right the names there. never stop. They're all involved in this. We know that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they're all involved in covering it up. But I don't think they're gonna. I don't think it's gonna work because our global army is gonna take these filthy perverts down once and for all. It's the last thing I do on this earth. It's getting rid of this child sex trafficking network.
2: Well, you know, Evelyn too, I think I've heard from other people that they feel this way. Um, and I was sensing it over the weekend myself, which is that I think we've really hit a new, um, sort of threshold in the sense that, You know, when you bring up Jeffrey Epstein, I've heard, like, um, Lionel say this. I've heard uh, my friend Deb Della Piana, who's behind me, boycott the vote 2020 movement um, and a couple of other people that there there seems to be, while the public doesn't, is still pretty clueless. When you go to them and say, oh, my gosh, what do you think about Jeffrey Epstein? Do you think he was murdered or whatever? They're like, no way. They don't I, believe I, anything now. And they like, people are Iran attacked, but no, they, no. People just are not buying any of this anymore. They don't know what the truth is, but they know that everything they're being told is a lie. And that's a really important um, uh, accomplishment in terms of, you know, sort of the work that we've been doing in keeping, you know, repeating and keeping these Stories going so that people don't forget them, and then it just it starts to take hold. Eventually, you know, a little more sinks in every time. And now I think we've been doing it long enough, and uh, you know, with enough frequency now, so that the public is generally there when now confronted with the truth they can process it whereas before you know you go to somebody with something like this and they completely shut down they did not want to right. hear it but i i sense that has changed and i've heard that from a number of other people so i'm hopeful and not that this is directly related but it is a reflection of that i think in that president putin over the weekend netanyahu went to him desperate ahead of his election, the election com- coming up tomorrow, wanting to bomb Syria. He needs a war desperately to look strong. And for the very first time ever, Putin told him if he sends any planes or missiles into Syria, that Russia will shoot them down.
1: Good, good. That's well, you, huge, know, you know, the online the online platforms are blocking us from reporting on this too. I just got thirty two thirty day suspensions from Facebook, kicking me out. Facebook, you know, every time there's a, an important event takes place, yep. they kick me out. Facebook, you know, and then when I tried to go on in the thirty days, the last thirty days was up. I went to po- post a video that said, "Who is Gislay Maxwell?" They kicked me off for another three days for trying to post that. They said, "This yeah. is this has been found um to be un conforming with our standards or something the simple name who is Grizzly maskwell and, and they kicked me off for yeah. three more days but go on well, with you uh, know that, 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 that with putin that's that, that's important what you were saying but but they're yes. me from reporting now i report on gab me bk and sometimes another one i forget what it is i have not been censored one time on any of those platforms not a single time. And all I do, I don't use social media to chit-chat and visit with friends and family and stuff. I use it solely to report articles and videos and, and things in the news. You know, So when they kick me off Facebook, it is for an article or a report that I am posting. It's not for something that I said. You know, right. They are stopping me from reporting the news. But these other platforms, not once have I been censored on any of those platforms. But go ahead with this bit with Putin. That's really interesting. Tell us more about that. Putin said that he'll shoot down Yes, any he specifically
2: at said yep. So Netanyahu made a an abrupt um trip to uh, speak with Putin and he had specifically planned out three separate strikes on Syria. And um, for what, the, for what reason
1: he, did he say he's going to do that? What did he tell Putin he needs to do that for? What does he need to he bomb?
2: Claimed, yeah, he, cl- he was what? claiming he, was, he wanted to target sites that he, he claimed were um, Iranian-controlled. And Putin knows better at this point. And I, I think that, again, I, I honestly believe that the work that we have been doing and, and this network as a whole, has made it possible for Putin to say, "Take a hike." Honestly, I, because that this is this is truly a first, and for somebody like President Putin, when you've observed his um, foreign policy practices for a time now, which I've been watching um, carefully for about two years, you you know that th- this is. He understands the stakes here. He he knows Netanyahu is facing a brutal re-election campaign, and and it was Netanyahu who used Jeffrey Epstein to try and smear his uh, opposition, Ehud Barak. Remember, he was, he bombed Iraq, Lebanon, Syria, and Gaza all in one weekend, and. Um, could give no legitimate explanation for it, and apparently that was the last straw for Putin as well as Lebanon remember now is successfully um, uh, downing any Israeli aircraft that breach its um, skies so which has not been in the case in the past so we 're starting to see these uh, developments where um, the countries israel has been targeting are either themselves or being given the support they need like russia in syria to more firmly push back on israel and remember israel has gotten away every single time that they pulled right. one of these things they right. never been told no
1: no no it's, it, it's that election today
2: Tomorrow, the seventeenth. Tomorrow,
1: and who is he running against? The guy that uh, that guy that was Ehud with that uh,
2: with Epstein. Um, Ehud Barak was the guy. He had a business relationship with Epstein. He was one of the people um, caught uh, going in and out of Epstein's Manhattan home, though he had claimed right? he had no personal relationship. It's like, well, what are you doing at the guy's house? You know,
1: young girls were going in and out all day. it said. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so here we are again. I, I, so we got the same thing as we had here in 2016. We got over in uh, Israel. They got to pick the worst pervert, like we had to here. Pick Hillary or, or Trump. Decide this right. is the worst pervert here running. Of course, right. I didn't vote for either one of them. I won't touch any politician in this country with a 10 foot pole. But uh, here we're down. This is the country's what they're down to now.
2: Yeah, and in, in Israel, I mean, you know, Netanyahu, as bad as he is, um, yeah. is, is his opposition is certainly no better. They all want to obliterate the Palestinians. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, that is consistent across the board. And the problem, though, is that not only now do we see very definitive evidence that Netanyahu is on the ropes, Geopolitically, like in terms of his uh, standing in the among the world leadership, because Russia's allowance of them to get away with this shit has been kind of the biggest problem lately. Not that I mean, us funding them, the U.S. giving them the billions yeah. of dollars and weapons is yeah, yeah, more funding at all. The problem, <laughs> but the only the only option you know, for pushing back has been really Russia. They have both the diplomatic standing and the might behind them to do that effectively. And so, for that to happen right now, right before this brutal election, and remember, Netanyahu is facing imminent indictment by his own attorney general, at the word of his own attorney general, and this is on the recommendation of his own police chiefs for three separate cases of corruption.
1: So, so if they've um, not not Netanyahu out, and then they vote the pervert in, the Epstein pervert in, will he be any better if we got the known pedophile in office in um, Israel, will he be any worse or better as far as bombing these other countries?
2: He'll be just as bad. He was previously oh. defense minister and oversaw the slaughter of Palestinians himself. <sighs> I mean, he's an absolute disgusting war criminal, and that will not change. That's what I meant before, is that the policy will, will you know, be no better. But this will be a massive... Um, crack in the Zionist foundation
1: should But, it, it, but you're, what you're saying it's not going to make any difference. They're still going to keep bombing these countries irrationally against it, what everybody policy, wants. Well, Is Israel so considered you, a member of the West? You know, Putin says that the West is run by satanic pedophiles, and I believe it.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I technically they wouldn't be considered, you know, in the West, but they're a, a Western ally. But what I was going to say about um, the, the policy is that even though Ehud Barak would be the same thing, you know, no better than Netanyahu, were if Netanyahu loses, this would be a, a massive blow to the status of Israel overall. And it would make okay. anything that Ehud Barak attempted to do far more difficult. And then that also opens the opportunity for all these people in, you know, in the Israeli government who want to prosecute Netanyahu. Imagine. Imagine. You know, his wife was convicted
1: last fall, wasn't she? His wife was convicted of corruption last fall, wasn't she? But did anything happen to her? Was she? She went on trial in October,
2: and then she pled guilty. But for for Netanyahu, if he fails to win prime minister, he cannot get himself immunity, and he faces prison. And there is a, there is a very powerful uh, lobby to, to put him in jail. The, what Netanyahu, even though he were, would not be prime minister under those circumstances, the, his loss of credibility, he's been prime minister for four terms straight the guy he is representative of israel so what happens to him is reflective of you know the it will reflect onto israel so it will hurt israel badly as it should because you know he's been able to to maintain this facade for so long, but it's all coming undone. And should he lose election and be prosecuted? That's a sign that 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 whole spell has been broken. And that's really, really
1: important. Okay. Um, what do you think about these oil wells in Saudi Arabia? Who blew them up?
2: Oh, well, so the, the Houthis took credit for it and we have every reason to believe that they were capable of it because the drone technology they've been developing is extremely advanced now, and they can send these unmanned drones um,
1: 1,500
2: kilometers, I think. So if they launch from the right location, they can reach far into Saudi Arabia. And so the fact that this is consistent with the type, and, and then the other thing is, uh, the explain, said, explain who the Houthis are.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, good question, Evelyn. Thank
1: you remind me. I can't yes, keep uh, these uh, people all need, straight.
2: Yes, of course. So the Houthis are a civilian militia that formed to defend Yemen. They don't have an official military, a, a public. Um, publicly funded military, the way the U.S. does, and Israel and Saudi Arabia. Right. So um, they have to. They have. They don't have an air force. They don't have a navy. You know those kinds of things. But they can use. They can acquire, raise money, acquire small weapons or anti-missile systems, and use them. And what they what they've done with. Their very limited resources is work with um, Hezbollah, which is another citizen militia protecting Lebanon that we're told is a terrorist group, but is not. Hezbollah is fighting Israel and doing a really good job of it. <laughs> so they're fighting okay. in Lebanon,
1: and they have so they're civilian groups that have to arm themselves and arm against the countries that we are supplying all the weapons to.
2: Yes. Oh. This is the exact same thing in Nicaragua with the Sandinistas. This is a civilian you know, a, a militia that formed itself to defend against a U.S. coup attempt.
1: Right. And then so, what's going on in Venezuela? So, How oh, well, close are we to overthrowing the, that country?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it's still it's deteriorating there as well. With the Houthis just real quick, they... So I, I think it was the Houthis that were successfully carried out that attack. They've been very specific that they are responding to Saudi aggression. The, every one of Saudi Arabia's strikes are on civilian targets like school buses, maternity wards, uh, fish markets, and um, water treatment facilities. When the Houthis uh, respond, they hit strategic military Style targets like airports from which Saudi Arabia launches its attacks on Yemen, the oil facilities to cripple their ability to um, for their military to operate. Um, so these are non-civilian targets, and in fact, the, the Houthis have um, generally warned any foreign workers at these Aramco, the Saudi state-owned. Oil refineries that they should leave because they're at risk. Should the Saudis continue bombing Yemen, the Houthis right. will continue bombing Saudi oil refineries and airports and other assets.
1: So, didn't the UN just come up with a report last week uh, condemning us and the UK and I forget who else for slaughtering Yemen? Yeah, I mean, but that happens
2: all the time and then everybody ignores it and
1: nothing happens. Isn't that awful, Chris? Right. They come out, disgusting. you know, with these reports and in ordering us to quit funding the slaughtering yeah. of these innocent people, and it never stops. It's just like you know, we got war criminals living in this country. Bush administration, how many of them have been convicted as war criminals? But they just walk around here and just continue on with the wars. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, it's it's really disgusting. Yeah. But and then so in Venezuela, you know, remember, you know, like all these other countries, the uh, sanctions continue to escalate. The U.S. See, stole 25 tons of food that was en route to Venezuela. They've stolen uh, money. They've prevented payments for food, medicine and medical supplies. Um Guaido, you know, I don't think people now, in
1: this country realize this. We've talked about this before. I never even realized what these sanctions accomplish until, uh, I don't know, just a, probably six months ago, that, that, that they're used to starve people and, and keep water and medicine and everything from these people. People don't understand when they go after these countries, they are hurting the people. They, aren't, yeah. they, they no are hurting it. the government. Well, they hurt the government by doing this because then they come back and say, oh, people are starving in Venezuela. They don't have any medicine. They, we are the ones that are cutting it off. Yep. And an estimated
2: 40,000 Venezuelans have already died as a direct result of these illegal U.S. sanctions. You know, the other thing is that the U.S. attacked their electric grid twice. Remember and knocked out the power in seventy percent of the country the first time, and then the almost the entire country the second time. That kills people. Yes, people are dependent on electricity for life support and other, you know, uh, dialysis and other things. People die every time the U.S. does that. It is a crime. They are murdering people.
1: Yeah, and nobody can stop us. Doesn't appear. That anybody can stop this outright genocide that the, the United States is at the head of. Yes. And we ought to look at the genocide in this country too. How about the vaccines now? Oh California. Taking away those medical oh exemptions. Gosh. Forcing parents to poison their very own children with them vaccines.
2: Yeah. They're deadly. I am so vaccines outraged are deadly.
1: Yeah. Pharma farmer, come Pharmaceutical complex and the military complex own this country and they're doing everything, committing genocide all over the world. Yep. Yep. This is getting really scary, getting really scary, I'll tell you. These vaccine business. Um,
2: I just saw um, a report by a whistleblower who had worked on a program that developed the HIV virus and she. what she said was at the time they were given this assignment. This was supposedly a vaccine for, um, the African community. There was some sort of, she, she said that it was always very vague. And then, um, they were told to test the vaccine on a few people. And if nothing happened to them in the next 24 or 48 hours to go ahead and start vaccinating everybody else. And what she said was that some of them You know, being incredibly naive, vaccinated themselves uh, to test out the um, the the vaccine, and it turns out it was the one with HIV. And she said they infected hundreds, like over a hundred million people were infected. Oh my
1: god! Across the purpose, people. This is on purpose. This is outright genocide that we are carrying out on purpose. You know. And well, and Evelyn, for
2: people who are like, why, How could they do that? That that sounds ridiculous." The, the Pentagon takes two billion dollars of our tax money every year and is running a formal program in twenty-five countries using private contractors to create lethal, non incurable, man-made viruses and pathogens. Yep. Like, why on earth would we? Who needs that? How the hell is that defense? And $2 billion, do you know what we could do with that money? Much less creating deadly diseases? Like, what the fuck would you do that for?
1: Because it's genocide. That's what it's for. I mean, I don't know if it can't become any more clear to the United States citizens what is happening here. And then the weather (laughs) warfare that they're waging against us. Is on the other side of this, you know, the, the chemtrails, plan, yeah. they're killing us. You know, um, Dane and the top expert in chemtrail and geoengineering, he says that this earth will be uninhabitable by 2025. And if people don't realize that they're getting sicker, I'll tell you, I am getting sicker. I'm not getting sick. I am from, I, I'm not getting sick from, um, like, real sicknesses. I, don't, I haven't I, been sick in four years from real sickness. But I'm getting tired. Um, All these different things are happening to me. We are dying as we speak, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. It's not going to get better. I mean, I always wondered when Dane said this, this earth will be uninhabitable in the year 2025. Well, what happens up until that time? Well, this is what's going to happen. We are going to be getting sicker and sicker as it goes along. Yep. It's really horrible. these weather welfare, these these hurricanes, these man-made hurricanes, They make that hurricane sit over to the Bahamas for four days. They did this on purpose, the same way they did it down in Houston. Made that hurricane stay over to Houston for how many days? Pouring rain on them. This is outright genocide in the American people. In other countries, they do it with bombs and they do it with drones and all this. This is outright, this weather warfare and these vaccines that are poisoning us and sterilizing people. And like you said, like that Gardasil vaccine. These vaccines don't only harm people. They kill people. And they end up putting people in wheelchairs for life, these girls. They're going into menopause at 11 years old after they get this vaccine. I mean, they are killing everybody in this country. But they're hiding it under uh, pharma products and um, the geoengineering, the weather warfare being waged against us. You know, instead of the bombs and the drones, now this is what they're doing to us in this country. And people better wake up. They're
2: weapons. They are. They are yep, technically weapon. weapons. In the yep. uh, 2001 Space Preservation Act, introduced by Representative Dennis Kucinich, he specifically lists chemtrails in this bill under space weapons. Okay.
1: Right. right. <laughs> this
2: was 20 years ago. It was right, and they've been spraying us happened. since
1: 1947, but I just seen a video yesterday. They picked up this chemtrail spraying in 1998, and, and so it's gotten worse since then. Yeah, This yeah. earth is being demolished. The, 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 um, I can't even explain it all, and this is what makes it great for them, because this weather warfare they're waging against us is so complex to figure out and then explain to other people that it's so high, so most of mm-hmm. us can't do it.
2: Right. You know, I think one of the things I've been saying to people is that, you know, climate change is real and it is man made, but it's geoengineered. Yeah. It's not from yep. carbon emissions. The whole carbon emissions thing is a ploy to introduce another tax, another way for these, you know, billionaires to loot the public and make right. us pay for their poisoning of the environment. That's what we pay. Our children are sicker than ever with chronic yes. illnesses from all these vaccines. And then we go yep. back to the pharmaceutical companies for all the medicines for, to treat their chronic illnesses.
1: Exactly. They the invent these illnesses because they're not illnesses. They're side effects from them vaccines. And so you get right. them and they name it an illness and then they prescribe other drugs. And then you add them onto them. Listen, uh, people need to look at the side effects on every drug they take. And you will see that many of them are on every single drug. So if doctors have you on four or five drugs, look at them side effects. And with every drug they're, they're giving you, and think how much yep. that is complicated and, and it adds up when you're taking all these drugs. I don't take any. Any. Yeah, no, poison, I won't not even aspirins. Nothing from pharma. And even when something happens, they say they're going to come out. Oh, they have some new cure for cancer. I don't trust anything coming out of that pharmaceutical industry. No. I won't touch any of it. No. Mm. No. no. This is hell. This is hell. We are living in hell and we are fighting like mad. Are we going to win, Trish, Absolutely. Yes. We, I feel I'm I get, I'm very I, get I, I get enthusiasm from you when I ask you that. <laughs> I get told,
2: so We can do this. this. <laughs> we can do this. I know we can.
1: Okay, Trish. Well, thanks so much, Trish, for coming on.
2: I'll talk. And we'll be back next week. We'll see you next
1: week. People, have a good week. Bye. Bye.
0: as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right in the middle trying to live my life Cause I can't stop the walking